You're listening to a guidebook to God, a series set to help guide Muslims to righteousness and to good conduct. Tune in with me, your brother Yahya Ibrahim, as we go through this journey together. Let's get started. Bismillah. Ar-Rahmah, to be compassionate, subhanAllah. How beautiful it would be to be characterized as a person who has the greatest quality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he's labeled himself with Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Notice how the Quran begins Bismillahir Rahman Ar-Rahim with the name of Allah, the most compassionate, the especially compassionate and merciful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given himself Kataba Rabbukum ala nafsihir rahmah. He has written upon himself that he will deal with mankind with a gracious mercifulness, a compassion to us. But he has made it conditional to those who are able to leverage that quality within themselves, seeking it from him in their display and habit with other people. So the Prophet ﷺ is commanded to say to us, Irhamu man fil ard, yarhamkum man fil sama. Show your compassion and your merciful conduct to those who inhabit this earth with you. Allah above the heavens will be the one who will send you his compassion. In another statement, the Prophet says, Those who are compassionate, the mercy of the most compassionate will arrive to them. Subhanallah. There's a chapter in the Quran that actually begins Ar-Rahman, the most, the Lord of mercy, the most merciful subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of that is to encourage us to develop that ideal, that habit of taking on the divine attributes of Allah in our own life. And that's one of the great mysteries and secrets of my existence and yours, that the greatest way of worshiping Allah, of invoking Allah's mercy, of seeking Allah's blessing in my life is to actually see how has Allah referred to himself and to take upon those characteristics in my life in expressing them internally and externally to others. So notice Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to be from those who are generous. And he says that he is al-ghani, he is the one without need. Listen to this hadith of the Prophet ﷺ where he says that Allah on the day of judgment will say, in the hadith Qudsi, I was hungry and you did not feed me. Subhanallah. I was disheveled and unclothed and you did not cover me. I was unsheltered and you did not shelter me. The Sahaba, they said, O Messenger of Allah, how can Allah, the Lord Almighty, the Creator of all things, be hungry? How can we feed Allah? How can this be? He said that the Prophet ﷺ responded that Allah said, I showed you someone who was hungry and you turned away from them. Someone who was disheveled and, and in distress and you did not cover them. Someone who was without shelter and you could shelter them and you turned them away. The one who asks, do not push them away. And in that way, you can speak proudly of the blessings of Allah to you by having first shown it and shared it with those who you were given an opportunity to help. And this becomes a very central issue in my life and your life. 
The Prophet ﷺ sent us the Nabi ﷺ as an expression of his mercy. Allah says in Surah Al-Anbiya, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ I only sent you, O Muhammad, to be an expression of my mercy unto mankind. Meaning that your very purpose, your very attitude, your very lifestyle was to show other people how to be merciful in conduct with everyone around them. In that way, they will earn my mercy on the Day of Judgment and in the life that they live today. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, <clears throat> in Surah Ali Imran, which is the third chapter of the Quran, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فَضًّا غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ لَمْ فَضُّوا مِنْ حَوْلِكَ Ya Muhammad, how could it be other than the fact that I put in you mercy in your heart? فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ It is by Allah's leave, by Allah's permission that I put mercifulness in your heart, rahma in your heart for the companions who are around you. وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فَضًّا غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ And had you been hard-hearted, sharp-tongued, had you been uh, you know, a person who was quick in your comment, quick in your abusive return, had your heart been incapable of being merciful and allowing them to come to you with uh, their seeking of forgiveness and pardon for their mistakes, had you been a person who would not consider them if they made an error back into good judgment in your life, you yourself, Ya Muhammad, would have lost all of your followers. Subhanallah, could you and I ever imagine that somebody like Abu Bakr or Umar Uthman or Ali radiallahu anhum wa anis sahaba that they would say we've given up on you ya Muhammad yes they would have if the Prophet ﷺ was not merciful in heart and therefore when you with your family with your father with your mother your brothers your sisters your aunts your uncles your friends your neighbors your Muslim non-Muslim that if you deal with people with a callous heart if you become a person who's dark-hearted hard-hearted if you're a person who Allah describes uh, their hearts hardened it became harder than granite and rock and in fact that they are worse than these rocks because rocks may be split by water springs erupting and trickling from them but what good is a dark heart a hard hearted person compassion becomes the greatest quality of a believer I only sent you as an expression of mercy to teach how mercy should be practiced in society, Ya Muhammad One day the Prophet was with his uh, grandchildren, playing with them and hugging them and loving them and stroking them and kissing them. He was enjoying their company. There was one of the Sahaba who was sitting at a distance, Al-Aqra ibn Habis. He's a righteous man. He's one of the great Sahaba. He was watching the Prophet ﷺ from a distance. And as the Prophet was praying, he finally, he, you know, he came up to the Prophet ﷺ and he said, O Messenger of Allah, li ashra awlad. I have 10 of my own children. This hadith is in Bukhari. 10 of my own children. And not once in my life did I play with them in this way? You know, I wanted to raise them to be, you know, tough and rough and tumble men. I wanted them to be, you know, uh, rigid and strong. But you're playing with these young, beautiful grandchildren of yours in a way that's so soft. And, oh, Messenger of Allah, what is this? And the Prophet ﷺ said to him, what can I do with someone who Allah has emplaced a natural mercy in their heart? He said, O Messenger of Allah, how can I increase the mercy in my heart? How can I become better with my own family, with my children? How can I soften up? The Prophet ﷺ said, I don't know anything better for you 
except for you to find an orphan child. So he doesn't say, go play with your own children. He says, find a young orphan who you cherish and you nurture and you look after them, feed them and help them. And if all you can do is to wipe on their head just to give them a measure of reassurance that everything will be okay, even though they live in a dark time in their life, that maybe mercy will enter in your heart. And therefore, the key to increasing your compassion is to look after others, to look after other human beings, but also to look after other animals. Subhanallah, in the Masjid of the Prophet ﷺ, you would have found cats would be able to come in and eat and enjoy company. In fact, one of the greatest conveyors of the Prophet's tradition, one of the great muhaddith of the Sahaba, his name was Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu wa arda. Why was he called Abu Huraira? Meaning Aba Hirra, the one of the cat or the cats. Why did the Prophet give him the nickname that he is the cat lover? Well, he used to have in his sleeve a little kitten that used to live there. So even in his prayer, he the cat would, you know, sit there and he would care for it and he would feed it and he would walk around the masjid of the Prophet There's even narrations that in the masjid of the Prophet that there was a cat whose name was Mu'izzah, the one who's been dignified and honored. The Prophet ﷺ said, leave cats to enjoy company with you. Ta'alaf, it, it mixes with you and can live in your home. And that their urine is not najis and so on. So we take from this that there was compassion extended even beyond the convention of human to human, but even with other animals and with other people. And it's recommended for us to be compassionate to plants and trees. In the masjid of the Prophet ﷺ, when it was first built, there was a jiz'a, a little date tree that was growing. Sahaba came to cut it down so they could make the masjid bigger. And the Prophet ﷺ said, leave it. Don't cut it down. Let it be where it is. And the Prophet used to sit next to it and, and lead the prayers right next to it. Compassion is a way of life. Rahmah is the way of life. It is the greatest quality that a believer seeks to have. Never will rahmah be added to something illa zana. The Prophet ﷺ said, Hilm, compassion, mercy, rahmah, it will never be added to anything except it ennobles it, makes it better. So anytime you're going to say something, think, is this the most merciful thing to be said? Think, is this the kindest comment to be made? Think, is this a charitable statement to be said or written or tweeted or shared with other people? Because everything that you put mercy into will always become more beautiful. هذا وصلوا على الحبيب المصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم This is your brother Yahya Ibrahim والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته